All right, episode 22 of the Moral Marriage Podcast, and we are excited to talk to you today about why we won't hang out with you. This is going to be a little bit rough for some of you to hear, but I think this is important to understand, so let's get into it. Mm-hmm. Why people stay together for the kids, and it's not what you think. Why men are not leading in their home. I'm Cass. And I'm Catherine. Not so obvious ways to get the sex back. So when you dated your husband in the beginning, did you ever answer the door with your hair all crazy? We're moral marriage. Let's flip divorce statistics with the new marriage. This is such an important topic. And let me just tell you a little bit of a story first. So we had some people, specifically a man that I worked with, and we're obviously not going to tell you who, uh, but he joined the program. He did really well at the program. He saw tremendous results with himself, with his marriage, with his wife, obviously, and things were going incredibly well. And then he did what a lot of men do. They backslide. And coincidentally, we were able to meet this wonderful couple. And it's such a pleasure when we get to do that. Hey, babe. Mm-hmm. And now, if you don't know, our programs run independently from each other, meaning it can just be a man in my program, just be a woman in Catherine's program. It's glorious. If we have both on board, but if you know our work, we recognize there's a push-pull, and quite often there isn't the opportunity to have both partners in. One is in, and that's the push, and one is pulling, and that's the one that's out. And so we met the wife, who was upset, angry. She was, she was angry, yes. She was angry. I mean, it was down to like, hey, I really like your boy's haircuts. Where do you take them? Because I would love to bring Riddick there. Catherine's doing her best to do four haircuts over a 36-hour period to get Riddick's hair done. <laughs> He's tough and to get his haircut, so it, it takes me multiple attempts, but he looks really handsome now. He, it, you did a really good job Thank with you. this one. I'm really pr- impressed. But, you know, I just thought, well, it'd be fun for Riddick and I to go on an adventure. I could get a beard trim and get his hair done. He could take this off Catherine's plate. And So where do you get your boy's haircuts done? Well, I don't know. You just have to ask him because he doesn't go where I set it up. And, what, like, and it was... Like this was a fun day we were having with a bunch of guests. And, you know, and there was a lot of other examples I could get into. Uh, I don't think it's necessary. No. So where I wanted to go with the this. Point, the point was the wife is now angry. So the husband was making all kinds of progress. And now that he's backsliding, we finally get the opportunity to meet the wife. And she is angry. Now, that was the point in telling that story. Yeah. And the thing is, uh, now here's the thing. They were they were very clearly interested in being friends with us and we actually really like each of them. Uh, and so we thought this is great. Like, uh, yeah, let's do it. Let's hang out. Let's, let's bring the families together and the kids are getting along and we are getting along and this is awesome. But there's a lot of contempt. And if you don't know yet, contempt is. Well, one of the biggest indicators of divorce and one of the four horsemen of the apocalypse. Yeah. And so if you want your marriage to, you know, continue to light on fire, stay on fire and burn to the ground, you keep riding in contempt. Now, how does that affect us? Well, it doesn't, right? We are working with him. He, well, I was working with him. He didn't want to continue working. He's kind of happy doing everything he's doing. She's getting more upset. He's kind of like, la-di-da. And God bless him. He's such a good man, but he's not prioritizing his marriage. And I think that's what's making her so contemptuous. Right, because she very clearly is trying to prioritize the marriage and reached out to me individually to see if I thought she needed help and just really wants to move the marriage forward. Now, one piece of the puzzle that we haven't told you yet is that, you know, when we say the topic, why we won't hang out with you, you have to understand that when we're going to tell you the rest of what we're going to tell you, we were that couple. 
we were the couple that when we had all these issues, we would go out and have events with friends and with other couples. And I would oftentimes, I don't remember what episode it was, but we talked about the time that I went to a party and I would bottle things up. And so when I got to this safe place and party with all my friends, I just let loose like a complete psychopath. Fighting in public. Fighting in public. Yeah, yeah. And so sometimes what happens is whether you're at home or whether you're out, it doesn't necessarily matter where you are. But when you have friends around, if you start to bitch and complain, then it's going to be negative for your friends. And so we recognize that we were that couple. We were the couple that would go, that stopped getting invited to parties, actually, uh, because yeah. it would turn into a big and fight. People start, we used to have the most glorious and now we're getting it back, but we, we make a turkey that falls. Like you don't even need, I don't need to carve it. I just pull the bones out and <laughs> people didn't want to come. We went from having these mass gatherings to like, where did everybody go? And, and actually truth be told, now that I think about it, we, <laughs> we try to just, I don't know. They're just probably busy with their families. Or <laughs> like we just justified it, but it was really us. It was, we were that couple. Right. And if we can't even ask about a haircut and where it's being done without bunch of contempt why you can't hang out with us is that we really just don't want that in our life you know and i think this is a really powerful lesson for people to hear because this this was something that we had to apply with my family right uh, family can be very very difficult for a lot of you you feel obligated you know if you're like me you heard blood is thicker than water for, for if you're like really like me from adopted family um <laughs> so but you you almost feel this guilt and the shame and this inability to forgive, to let go, to grow, because these are people you feel obligated to have in your life. Uh, another version would be friends, friends that you've known for a really long time that maybe don't accept your partner, but maybe doesn't they don't know the whole story. There's like there's so many factors. There's all different. There's all yeah, all different types of situations where you might be giving your energy to people that you shouldn't be giving your energy to. And when it comes to the couple that we were talking about, again, both very lovely people, Wonderful very people. lovely family. I actually hope that things can change and that we can move forward. But the, the thing is, if they are not going to get help, so we don't judge anybody. As you know, we help the worst cases. We Absolutely. like we help people that I have this thing that I say, if we can't fix it, it can't be fixed. It can't be fixed yeah. Right. If we can't help you, then it's hopeless. Yeah. Like just call a divorce lawyer. But and that's, you know, I'm sort of joking there, but sort of not. We get all of the cases that they, you know, they Therapists say tell you to quit. You should just leave. Your friends tell you it's over. Yeah. Excuse me. And so yeah, we help those cases. So we're not judging this couple. The problem is, is that if you're not wanting to move forward and that doesn't mean work with us, yeah, no, it just means just move forward. If you don't want to move forward, you are going to go. Cass had a really good way of putting it because he spoke to this gentleman and he said, you were on a downward spiral. I have worked too hard in my marriage to go on this downward spiral with, with you. And it might not be that the man is outward about the downward spiral, but if we hang out with the couple, we've already learned that the woman is a different person when she's angry and her husband is there. If her husband is there, is not there. She's wonderful. She's, she was wonderful. It's yeah. completely yeah. different because yeah. there's not that, that energy sucking layer of contempt. Mm -hmm. So I just want to just clarify that again, that it's, it's not that we won't be around people that are toxic or we won't be around people that need help or we won't be around people that have problems. That's right. not it. Right. You just have to be willing to move forward. And again, does not have to be with us, but we need to see that you're trying to get help. If you have let us in on part of your marriage, if you let us in on the fact that you need help, but you won't accept help from us, you don't want to listen to any of the resources. You don't, you just want to pretend it's not happening, but you, but you still want to have a couple's relationship. He said it perfectly. He said, we're not going to do the couples thing with a couple that doesn't want to be a couple. The wife 
wants to be a couple, wants to have a marriage. The husband, I'm sure he wants to have a marriage, but he wants to sweep everything under the rug and pretend it's not there. Yeah. like, And, and I don't know, because I was trying to let you girls do your thing and I was working, but like, I'm under the impression that there's a lot more going on that he hasn't allowed me in on. And here's the thing, you know, to any, any one of you that's out there that wants to make a change in your marriage, again, it does not have to be with us. Like, we, we can't actually do our goals to disrupt divorce. That's a 30 year goal. We want our children to know a normalcy of commitment, being honored, of love, being respected. Uh, you know, we can't do that alone. So again, it does not have to be us. It doesn't okay? have to be us, but we're not going to, going to enable you to stay stagnant. That yeah. is exactly what we stand against. That's right. Is sweeping things under the rug and, you know, be allowing your energy to be spent in the wrong places. So knowing if you let us in on your little secret that your marriage is struggling, Rough, then yeah. you are going to be held accountable for that because we won't enable your behavior. We set boundaries because we want to motivate you to make That's change. Right. So the whole reason it was, we can't hang out with you. Isn't because you're bad people. In and fact, it's not because we're trying to punish you. No. And it's not because we're trying to get business. It's literally because we have worked way too damn hard to encourage any negative behavior in our life. We do that all day with work. Okay. So if we're going to have a good time, then we need to be able to, to have the right, you are who you surround yourself with. And I want to talk about that because I want to give you guys practical steps to move forward. But first I just want to say this in a few episodes, I have it planned out where we're going to talk about how to pick the right therapist, coach, course, mentor, whatever it is that you need. Uh, even if it's surrounding yourself with the right people, but I hopefully we'll cover that here today. Uh, let's just spin it off of marriage for a second. If you want to do well with business, why are you listening to your parents who tell you, no, go work your job. You can't do it. A good example of this would be just people in your life. People are telling me to go get a job when we lost our gym. We had a seven-figure gym before COVID. We lost it during COVID. And people were like, you need to go shovel snow. You need to go work at Home Depot. I was like, why? That's not going to change my life. And so I stopped talking to them about it. Okay. Now they're my neighbors, so I didn't stop talking to them, but I didn't have to hang out. <laughs> just with didn't them have business have conversations. conversations about yeah. it. Why would I talk to somebody who's holding me back? Look where we are now. Look at the view. You can't see, but there's a big view of a beautiful lake out there. We're on top of a mountain, like in, in the city. Like you don't need to do what you think you need to do because you're obligated to have these people in your life, whether that's new people like this couple that we're talking about, or whether it's people you've grown up with, whether that's people that have raised you, whether that's people that you think are the biggest, brightest, if they don't have what you want, worse, if they bring energy or advice that takes you from what you want, ditch them, ditch them. You have no obligation to that. You have an obligation to yourself. You have an obligation to your partner. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, it's good to have people that are where you want to be. So people that you can strive with right? Like you see where they are and you say, I want that. And it helps you motivate yourself. It helps you to get where you want to be because you see that it's possible. It's good to have those people. And with respect to this other couple, um, on the relationship side, it's also good to have people that do need help, but when somebody needs help and doesn't want to get help. So that could be the same thing with, you know, with business. It's, that's what he's trying to say. If someone is holding you back, if someone doesn't want to grow with you, then they'll be your anchor. Never we your talked booster. About never your booster. Yeah. But let's talk about that with marriage for a second because a lot of you are going to hear that statement and you're going to think, yeah, I'm the only one trying. I get all this negativity from my partner. Yeah, but this whole thing is about you taking responsibility for who you want in your life so you're not negatively impacted or influenced. You can apply that to your spouse if you want, but if you can remember some of the things that we talk about, our core principles when we teach, you enabled the negativity as well. 
You were a contributor to Raising Flags. You were somebody who was involved. So disassociate from that. Think about the future that you want. Get your partner on board by leading, by example. You like to say role model. I like to say lead or influence. The point is, if you can influence the bad stuff that's making you feel like, oh, I should get rid of them too because it's just the same with them. I'd encourage you to not. I'd encourage you to focus on the direction you want to go. What could you have built together? Start building that now, you know? Yeah. And one last thing. So with this couple, I feel like we've we've talked so much about this couple today. I want to say that we haven't, you know, cut ties with these people. I oh, have gosh, developed no. I've developed a relationship with her. Mm-hmm. And so we are still hoping and praying that together they'll be able to move forward. She wants to move forward, but she isn't able to move forward with him holding her back. I'm not going to cut ties with her. I could still influence her. She can still see my life and see how we're interacting. And then she can influence her husband. He can still have a relationship. Let's talk about that for a second. So, so because our programs run separately, Mm -hmm. right. And we believe whoever's listening is in. Okay. So then why, why isn't she able to join your program? I know what I think, but I'd love to hear your perspective. And then I can give mine after like, why would you say that? Well, I know why, but I don't really think that I should say that on the internet. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'll say it my way then. And that is that it's simply that he started and he stopped and he quit. So it's not very encouraging for her to want to move forward. And this is the number one problem I think that with men, they start to get going, they start to get moving, and then maybe they don't see the results they want. Maybe she doesn't know how to control her emotions yet and she loses her mind. I don't really care. She brings up the past too much. It just doesn't matter to me. Whatever the reason is, he gets comfortable complacent with because he's got so much on the go with work, which I think might be a lot with him, this guy that we're talking about then it's still his responsibility because he started and stopped. So even if she wants more, I'm, I'm under the impression, well, maybe she just, why he doesn't want more, mm-hmm. you know, does that work for you? No, no, because <laughs> I firmly believe, I firmly believe that women whose husbands are not acting the way that they need to act, you could influence your husband. So like I said, I am, developing a relationship with her and she is going to start learning from me and she probably will be in my course and then she'll be able to influence her husband okay so is she signed up for my course right now no she's not well that's not what i mean i just i just want to be really careful because we're really truthful and honest and i so i think that we're what we're really realizing is that they both need to do something right and if you want the best out of your marriage don't wait for your partner do what we normally do which is if you're listening, you're in, you want more, go do it. Mm -hmm. I'm telling the guy that right now, if he's listening, she's telling the girl that if she's listening. So if you're just listening today or you're watching on YouTube, jump in and go do your job. Okay. All right. We're going to talk on the next one about why marriage today doesn't work. We'll see you next time.